What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 564 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden with you here. It is Friday night, February 16th, 2024. Today was the first day of the full roster workout, full first full squad workout at Peoria. There's still some guys that are dealing with some visa issues, I believe. I don't think that Jerks and Profar is there yet, for example, but... A lot of the big guys, all the big guys, they were there. Tatis has been there for days. Same thing with Manny. Bogart showed up today, and obviously he was the main talking point today. And we will definitely be getting to that. And the news that came down today that Xander Bogarts is moving to second base. Asan Kim, he is going back to shortstop. Obviously, he was at shortstop in 2022. Tatis had the suspension, and Kim really was able to take over there. Had Cronenworth at second. And then obviously there was moving around the puzzle pieces in 2023 to make room for Bogarts. Batiste goes to the outfield full-time. And now in 2024, there's going to be more moving of the puzzle pieces. So I really wanted to do this show because to, to really get everyone's reaction here. So if you want to join the show, you can click that link that's pinned up at the top of the chat. I already gave my initial reaction to this, but this was before Xander Bogarts spoke to the media. And it was interesting hearing his point of view. And I say hearing his point of view because if you were just to read Kevin Acey's article in the UT at some of the quotes, you would think, man, amazing team player. I'm still I'm still like applauding Xander for ultimately moving to second base because he was ultimately willing to do it, but he wasn't super willing to do it. He didn't he he definitely did not want to move to second base from shortstop. And I think you could tell by the tone, like how he was speaking to the media today. And this, just to give people background, if you missed it today, that was this morning. And it, what it appears is Bogarts and the Padres, Bogarts, Schilt, probably was Bogarts and Schilt, maybe Preller was there as well. They sat Bogarts down right when he came into the building. And it seems like pretty much said, hey, we think it's best if you move to second base. Can you please sign off on this? Because Bogarts, he said today that he hadn't, it's not like he had been taking ground balls at second base. And then there was video later today of him out there taking ground balls at second base. And yeah, that, that movement, taking that grounder and then the moving the feet towards second base, like on a double play ball, it could use some work, obviously, just like Crony last year at first base could use some work. Remember when there was that video um, that was taken? I'm, I forget who it was. I think it was from someone from KUSI, Allison Edmonds, I think that's her name. I want to properly credit whoever that was. But someone took a video and Crony was, it was a new glove as well, but he was kind of struggling being able to pick balls at first base. And that got a lot of attention. And I was like, it's not that big of a deal. It's first base. I know that Jake works his butt off. It'll be fine. And so any videos that you see going around today of Bogarts at second base, some might be worried and be like, oh, it doesn't look that great. But it's the first day. And there were talks, like Bogarts said this, there were talks in Aruba when Schultz and Bogarts met 
about him potentially moving around, but it was not set in stone that, yeah, you're going to be playing second base. That It seems like it was set in stone. Well, Schilt says it's not etched in stone, but in terms of their plan, it was not firm in the plan, at least in the eyes of Xander, until this morning at Peoria, at the Peoria Sports Complex. So this was the first day. If he would have come to the Peoria Sports Complex yesterday or the day before that, we probably would have gotten the news that day. And I think that Schilt and the Padres were probably waiting to have the conversation with Xander in person. I don't think that they wanted to call or text and say, hey, you're moving to second base. Just just be, just be, know that when we go take grounders, you're going to be at second base. I think they wanted to do that in person because of what Xander has accomplished in the, in the big leagues. He's one of the faces of the franchise, one of the stars. He deserves that. I, I don't even care if you're a star of the team. I think you just deserve someone telling you face-to-face like that and just being direct. That's, I know that's what I would want if I was in that position. Um, so, yeah, that was the big news today. Xander going to second base, Kim at short. Is this the right move for the Padres? Yeah, I think it's the right move. For 2024, for sure. We don't know about Ha-Sung Kim's future. This It seems like this would mean that Ha-Sung Kim's not going to get traded because why would they say that Kim's moving back to short, Bogarts are at second base, why would they have him go take grounders at second and commit to second base if they're just going to have Bogarts go right back to shortstop and trade Ha-Sung Kim? So it seems like Kim's staying. Seems like Cronenworth, he is the first baseman. Bogarts, second base. Manny, third base. Again, Kim, shortstop. Merrill, outfield, if he makes the big league roster, like he's going to, it feels like he's going to take the majority of his reps in the outfield. And that's what should happen. If like, if you're in Jackson Merrill's position and you, you haven't made it to the big leagues before playing in the big leagues is better than playing in El Paso or in San Antonio. So you're just trying to do whatever you can to be in that spot, you know, be as much of a team player as you can. And that, that's what Jackson's going to be able to do. He's going to get that opportunity to be a team player, work his butt off in the outfield, and then if he balls out in spring, then he's probably making the big league roster. I think that some more outfield additions are going to come because it's really still thin. I mean, Jerickson Profar, the Padres probably don't want him starting every day in left field, but he might be, you know, with with how this roster is is constructed right now. They could definitely use David Peralta or an Eddie Rosario, someone like that. I know Jorge Soler went and signed with the San Francisco Giants on, what, a three-year deal worth like 42 mil, something like that. We'll see if the Giants will get their first 30 home run hitter since, when was that, 2008 or something? It was a long time was that stat. It was kind of surprising, also kind of not because of the ballpark that they play in. But getting back to the Padres. So, yeah, it was definitely the right move for 2024. I don't know what this means. Like, it seems like from Xander, what he was saying, and I'll pull this quote up. I'm going to play his like opening first remarks. Uh, Marty Caswell was at Padre Spring Training today, and she got video of that, so I'll play that here in a moment. But uh, Bogarts, he did talk about how he wanted the Padres to just move him to second base if they were just going to do it anyway a couple years down the road. So that makes it seem like to me that this is pretty much a permanent thing and it's not like Kim's going to leave and then Bogarts is going to go back to shortstop in 2025. They could they probably would just have Merrill come in from the outfield and go play shortstop. 
He's been playing short, you know, his whole life. And the Padres, they don't want Xander playing shortstop for a very long time, right? I think they signed him because they wanted a star. They were like, we're going to get Trey Turner. Then they didn't. We're going to get Aaron Judge, or at least offer him those money. Didn't get Aaron Judge. So they were going to get a star player, one of those big free agents last offseason. They get him. They realize, oh, well, lots of shortstops. We're just going to have to figure this out. We want Xander's bat in the lineup. And now this is what happens, right? You give $280 million to Xander. You have Kim. You have Cronenworth. You have Tatis. You have Merrill coming up. You have Manny. It's it's a game of musical chairs, but it's a game of musical chairs, and the music doesn't stop, if that makes sense, at least for 2024, because there I definitely see a scenario where Manny's on the team, Bogarts is on the team, Kim's on the team, Cronenworth's on the team, Tatis, obviously, and Jackson Merrill. All shortstop, all can play short, have history playing short, Manny dating back when he was coming up. Um, they're all going to be on the team. I could see that, that scenario, if Jackson Merrill balls out in spring training. So Bogart's here. This was him about kind of not wanting to kick it down the road. It says here, I could really be like, you know what? I don't want to move off yet. But deep down, I really feel like it might be time, and especially the respect I have for Kimmy defensively as a player, so it makes us better. Um, Bogart said, no, 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 I'm, I'm good there now on playing second, not first. I did bring that in my reaction video. Like Maybe the better thing would be Bogart's at first and Cronenworth at second because Bogart's, is a, he'd be a bigger target than Cronenworth at first. I didn't say that in the video, but now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. And Cronenworth, I think defensively, he's much better at second base than he is at first base. He's much more valuable at second base than at first base. And Xander, he's more of a typical first base power bat than Jay Cronenworth is, obviously. Um, I'm trying to find that quote. Here it is from Bogarts. If you're going to move me like in two years, if we're going to have this conversation in one or two years, let's just bang it out now. In two, three years, I might be one of the best second basemen in the league. That's always the way that I view myself. I just want to be the best regardless of the position. Obviously, shortstop would be nice, but I feel like second base is the same. Um, and then he talked about some of the challenges, like the pivot, the double play pivots, which obviously, like I mentioned, we did see some of that video today. And it's the first day. You know, I'm not going to sit here and overreact to that. All right. I want to get to the Xander Bogart sound from his press conference today, uh, but that is after this quick break. Check out Gaglione Bros' famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries on Friars Road. You can visit their website, gaglionebros.com, for their entire menu and enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and Snapdragon Stadium as well. All right, I'm going to get to the comments. As always, again, if you want to join the show, click that link that's pinned up at the top of the chat. Without further ado, here is Xander Bogarts talking to the media, courtesy of Marty Caswell here. This great stuff at San Diego Sports 760 and on her YouTube channel. This was Xander's um, opening thoughts when he was asked questions by the media. Switch. Uh, I mean, I signed here as a shortstop, you know, but to me, I just live and die baseball, you know, and... I felt like we had this conversation early in the morning and I was like, listen, man, if this is the way that you guys view the team is better, 
I respect him, especially defensively. I I actually admire him a lot. So it maybe it can hurt, but I mean I'm I'm just doing it in the best interest of the team. And in the end, I feel like I'm at peace with with moving off, you know, because I felt like if I if I literally didn't really want to, I would have just let them know. And that would have been a I wouldn't say a problem, but it might have been a tough situation. But I think I'm I'm really at peace of gonna have to move off, you know. So I think Yeah, so let's pause that there. So I think that Bogarts, him doing this when he could have, like, you know, like he's mentioning there, could have told the Padres, like, yeah, I don't want to do it. And maybe it would have caused a little bit of a problem. Instead, he willingly, I mean, he, it didn't, it doesn't seem like he was like 100% right when Schilt said it, like, yeah, I want to do this, Skip. No, it seems like he was like, yeah, I'll do what's best for the team. I don't, I don't think he was like jumping on the, at the opportunity. Of course he wants to play shortstop. That's what he views himself as, right? Um, but this, like I said earlier today in my initial reaction, this is a, an encouraging sign for this Padres team as a whole. This could end up being the best thing defensively with Kim at short. He's the better defensive player. Bogart at second. Cronworth obviously staying at first. Could be the best thing on the field, but just setting the tone of I'm not bigger than the team because that was not what was happening enough last year. There were egos. There were, I'm not going to pitch other than the ninth inning and, you know, save situation for the most part, not stretching yourself. I want to hit in this spot in the order. Remember in spring training, there were all of those conversations about where, what, where Soto likes to hit in the lineup or where Bogarts likes to hit in the lineup. What is Bob Melvin's lineup going to look like? And I think in Bob's answers, he was talking about how, well, player X has told me he likes hitting here. So we'll, we'll see. Like listening, I, I, it's one thing to listen to the players and value their input, but for them to like run things, I'm not saying Bob Melvin was letting all, you know, every player run everything, but I think that there's a new tone set right now. And there's urgency about winning and doing whatever it takes to help the team win, not whatever it takes to make you feel good. And, oh, I'm playing shortstop. I'm playing the position I'm comfortable at. Sometimes what's best for the team is you doing something that you're not comfortable doing or doing something that you don't really want to do. You're not like jumping at that opportunity, but that's what's best. And so hopefully other people see this and be like, well, if Xander did that, I'm going to sacrifice as well and if i sacrifice like i'm thinking about players that might be looking for maybe their next contract or something right if i sacrifice i show i'm a good team player and i play hard and i have a good season in whatever role the padres want me to do things will figure themselves out and i will be rewarded for that like hopefully that's sort of the mindset with this padres team Finding out who they are in spring training is what needs to happen. And Musgrove talked about this as well earlier this week when, when he reported about last year they didn't really find the identity, the real like identity, or people knew about it, but they weren't like openly talking about it and committing to who they were, like what the team was. And then you know it was a lack of urgency, and then they were pressing, and now you're you're, you're Things are all just messed up. 
And that's how the season ends up going into the toilet. And there's egos, there's selfishness, there's quitting, as that's been literally said by uh, you know players in the in the clubhouse last year, right? There's GM manager not getting along, and it's just a big S show, right? So hopefully a lot of things can change, and and this here can like set the tone of togetherness, right? And Mike Schilt, I like the hire at the time, like considering the circumstances, and then the press conference, and then the story that Kevin AC put out about him in the offseason about his background and all the different levels and how he's traveling to different spots in the offseason and how committed he is. I think it sets a tone. And then you have a star player like Xander, you know, moving a position because he knows that that's probably what's best. Or maybe, maybe even if he thinks it's not best, but he, but the Padres say it's best. So he's just going to, you know, go with it because, hey, if it doesn't work out, well, the Padres were the ones that, you know, suggested this. So I, I like the the team first attitude here. So here is Xander. Let's continue this here. I think that deep down in my heart, like I was actually cool with it. You know, I didn't expect maybe to be cool with it, but what what more can I accomplish in this game? You know, I, I, I came here. The only reason I came here was to win a World Series. So if this pause right there, Xander, I'm sorry, dude. Whoa, what happened to my voice there? What the heck? Xander, you didn't only come here to win a World Series. I heard that and I was laughing. You came, you can't say you only came here because to win a World Series. You got offered $280 million. I know the right thing to say is I came, uh, came here, only thing I want to do, like, the only thing I care about, winning a World Series, but there were other reasons for sure. But hey, I like that he's saying it, at least. This is the way that, that we're gonna get one. So be it. You know, I wanna I wanna world I was just thinking I want one at third base, I want one at shortstop, and it would be very nice to win one at second base. So I, I'm looking at the positive and and actually if if we're gonna have this conversation in like two years, hey, let's move you from here, from the position again or whatnot, like let's just get out of the way now. You know, if this is a really good time for that our team is, is going to be much better this way. Let's let's just do it, you know. What are your expectations for second base and for all the all that'll entail in terms of making more? I feel like it's going to be a little hard for me because I'm very used to seeing a guy come in front of me on the double play pivots. I feel like that's the only hard part. Uh, I'm used to seeing the guy, but now the guy's coming like from my side, so I don't really see him. I feel like that's going to be the the hard part. But I mean, look at the bright side. It's not a lot of second basemen that can hit fourth. In the big league, so I mean, I'm I'm looking at it that way. One spot was okay. Okay, so I'm not gonna do the whole thing. You can check out Marty's work there on her YouTube channel. Um, she has all the interviews there. Does a great job. But yeah, Xander, that last thing about not not many second basemen hitting fourth in the lineup. I don't know if Xander's gonna be hitting fourth in this Padres lineup. Not so sure. Could be Kim leading off, could be Tatis, then Bogarts, then Manny. Who knows what the lineup's going to end up looking like for Mike Schilt. Um, but there's kind of the ego there, right? Like, I know I'm, I'm really good. I believe in my bat. I believe in my offense. And not a lot of second basemen are as good of a hitter as I am. So 
look, Xander, of course you have to have confidence in yourself to play Major League Baseball and to be a star because of the pressure that's on you, because of the money that you're making, the production that is expected, and you fail all the time. You know, it's a game of failure, obviously. So you got to sometimes trick your mind into something. So whatever it takes, I hope that this works out great and Xander ends up winning a gold glove at second base. I think I think it's more realistic, or it was more realistic for us to expect a gold glove from Fernando in right field. I don't know if we were expecting that, by the way, but or a platinum glove even. Expecting that, then Xander to, because there, there's some good defensive second baseman. I mean, I look at Nico Horner or um, who else was nominated? Bren, Brennan Rogers, I think, was nominated last year. There's Ozzy Albi, even though he's more offensive, right? But there's there's some good second baseman there. So I'm not setting my sights on a gold glove for Xander at second base this year, and that's okay. Like what's most important with Xander is that we have his bat in the lineup and that that wrist is healthy and he is healthy overall. And if he can, you know, hit 300 again, like he has in the past, multiple times in the past, he can give you, you know, how many home runs should we expect? 25? I'm talking about like a bounce back season for Xander. Because last year, he hit 285 with 19 home runs. A 120 OPS plus. OPS was almost 800, and I think people were disappointed by Xander's year last year. You know, if you look at Xander's year in 2022, okay, get that OPS to, you know, back to 830. Get that batting average up to 300. He's hit 300 one, two, three, four times in his career. He only hit 15 home runs in 2022, but hit, you know, over 20 home runs. Like, that's a productive guy. So, and then you get what you get defensively. It, it could be a transition year. He might not be good, that good defensively at second base. But having him at shortstop and having a left side of the infield of Manny at third, assuming he can be healthy, and Kim at shortstop, Man, that's a lockdown left side of the infield. And then the right side, I think Xander, look, he's at, it's not like he can't go play another position. Like, I believe he can play second base. And I think he can do well at second base. And Crony will be in his second year playing first base. So I think the defense is going to be fine. Um, it was one of the better def defenses in the league last year, right? In terms of errors, lack of errors, I should say. Um, they started off the season, right, on a big, I think, errorless streak. So, look, it's February 16th. Season starts March 20th. He has more than a month to get a lot of reps at second base. And it's not like he has to be out there throwing all the time. It could just be him standing there and picking balls. It could be him standing there, fielding a ball, rotating as if he's turning a double play and not throwing it. It could be little things like that, you know? So. He's like, Alexander, you have your money. Like, this would be my message to him. And I've said this already. You have your money, $280 million. We don't care that you won a World Series multiple in Boston. You could do something super special and be remembered forever in this city. And we will love you forever if you can help deliver a World Series championship 
to the city of San Diego. Oh, and you move positions to bet for the betterment of the team in the process leading up to that championship. If that were to happen, I'm saying, obviously, like that's a special opportunity. And so like, just commit to it. You're already a great talent. And if you can make this move successfully to second base, I think that that makes his big league career even more impressive than if he were to just stay at second base. So win it for Peter, obviously. That's part of the motivation. Do the unexpected, knocking down you know, the Dodgers that can pay everyone in the history of baseball and they can defer all this money. And the Padres, obviously, are the, the big underdogs. And they should be for 2024 and beyond. You know, I don't see them being the favorites over the Dodgers and, you know, anytime soon. Knock down that big favorite, right? Like be that team come postseason time that everybody is rooting for that doesn't have their team involved because we don't want to see the Dodgers win. I feel like that's what a lot of fans feel. They don't want to see the Dodgers go win. They want to see the underdog beat the Dodgers. Like that's that's what sports is. That's how that's why sports is so fun to watch. You know, obviously, if you're the favorite, like that's your team, then no. But if you don't have a dog in the fight, you're you're rooting for that underdog. You know, it's it's a fun thing to watch. So, yeah. As for I know I'm kind of drifting off, not just with Xander here, but just with the Padres overall. Obviously, there's work to be done in the NL West. I'm not even thinking about the division. I'm thinking about how can this team position itself to go make the postseason? Can they have urgency from the get-go? What is the roster going to look like? You know, I would think that they're going to add. I think it's going to be trade and free agency, probably a combination of the two. Dennis Lynn was in, uh, writing in The Athletic the other day, mentioned Darren Duran from the Red Sox, who obviously has gotten a lot of um, attention. That's been a name out there by multiple sources. Uh, out there and multiple reporters. And then Sal Freelick from the Milwaukee Brewers was another name. He used to be the Brewers' top prospect in 2022 with the number one overall prospect for the Brewers in their system. Um, so that's not going to be cheap, though. So I don't really see that happening because the Brewers, obviously, like you, they're not paying Sal Freelick really anything because he's on a rookie contract. I think they, the Padres would have five years of control for him. So They'd have to give up a lot. I just don't see that happening. Padres are not going to give up their top-tier talent, and it would have to be mid-guys. And I think they have to weigh, is it worth giving up Nathan Martorella or Yari Ariarte or Adam Mazur, someone like that, Brian Berger. I'm just throwing some names out there that might be not like the, the super top guys, but maybe some guys a little bit under that. Are they willing to give those guys up? Do they want to give those guys up over let's say going out and signing Eddie Rosario or David Peralta or Brennan Belt for first base DH option. Cronenworth's the first baseman. I think today, I mean, that Kim could still get dealt, but if they're saying, like I said earlier, Bogarts is going to second base, Kim's at short, then it sure seems like they plan to have Kim be on the roster and be the shortstop, you know? So seems like, Cronenworth, and we think that he's going to be playing every day. He's going to be at first. And then if you bring in a Brandon Belt for 5 mil, he can DH. He can play if you don't want Cronenworth playing. 
Um, maybe it's Brandon Belt hits better against a certain pitch, and that pitcher, that starter that day is heavy with that certain pitch. Um, or, you know, Crony's not playing well, or injuries, obviously. We'll see what happens. You know, Joey Votto's also out there, but and that, that would be super cheap as well, but I don't know how much the Padres really want to do that after the whole Nelson Cruz and Matt Carpenter stuff last year. Starting pitching, I think that they probably should get at least one more starter. Um, could come from free agency, but it doesn't seem like the market's really moving. So if it's going to come from free agency, we might still have to be waiting a few more weeks. If it might be the same thing via trade. And maybe the Padres, what they do is they don't sign or trade for any starter. They see how these arms do in spring training. And if they like what they see, maybe they go get more of a depth guy. If they don't really like what they see, maybe they go get more of a, a mid-rotation guy instead of like a back-rotation depth starting pitcher, you know, kind of like another swingman type guy. Because um, right now, I mean, I like the arms that are would be competing for the four or five spots, but do I like them as a starter the entire season? I'm not so sure, just because I haven't seen them consistently I haven't seen Johnny Burrito consistently start games. I haven't seen uh, Randy Vasquez consistently start games. I haven't seen Pedro, how Pedro Avila is looking here in 2024. How Matt Waldron or Jay Groom, you know, these guys that come in, how are they going to be looking? And I know that we shouldn't be judging spring training too much. But at the same time, these guys know that they're competing for a spot. So they're bringing their best and they're competing. So maybe we should be weighing what are they, how are they doing against the big league talent in spring training? But then pitchers are usually ahead of hitters. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Additions are going to be made to this team. Obviously, the headline news today, Bogarts moving to second base, Kim shortstop. I think it's the right thing for 2024. I think Bogarts moving off of shortstop is the right thing long term. We knew that he wasn't going to be at shortstop long term. I am a little surprised that it's now. I just thought that they were gonna, just going to ride it out with Kim at second, Bogarts at short, Kim leaves, Bogarts doesn't move to second yet. Maybe that allows for some more talking about maybe Merrill is at second or you can move Cronorth back to second base. But it seems like Bogarts is at second. So let's say Kim leaves, Merrill, they want to keep him in the outfield. They probably wouldn't, huh? He would go to short. I don't think they'd put, they'd move Cronenworth from first to short. And then moving Xander back to short from second after one year, I don't know if they want to do that because then they're going to move him back from short to second again at some point, right? He's not going to play shortstop his entire um, big league contract with this Padres team. So it was an interesting day for sure in Padres land. First day, full squad in spring training. Uh, let's get to the chat, shall we, here on this Friday night. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Make sure to check out some of the great partners of the show, FOCO, Breaking Tea, FOCO. They've got some great Padres bobbleheads and collectibles, Breaking Tea, Padres, Aztecs, Wave. Uh, Wave start their season coming up here in March. Aztecs basketball, they're playing tonight. A huge game against New Mexico here at Viejas, obviously. San Diego State, they lost to New Mexico at Viejas last year. They lost at New Mexico earlier this year. So trying to be a revenge game. And that's a big game because those are two top.
top teams in the Mountain West Conference. So can't wait to watch that here shortly um, after this show is done. Underdog Fantasy, 100% deposit match up to $100. Yes, they will match your first deposit up to $100. Click that link in the description or use code TalkingFriars. SeatGeek, code TalkingFriars as well. $20 off your first order there. Irie says, I agree with foul territory, though. If you move him to second, you keep him there for a long while. You don't go and move Merrill to left one year and then make them play shortstop. Well, no, no, no. I could see that because I could also see a Kim extension happening now. Because if they didn't think that they had a realistic shot of Kim long term, then would they think it would have been worth it to move Bogarts to second? But Bogarts was going to be moved anyway at some point. So they're probably just doing it now and be like, let's just do it now so we don't have to say, so we, or so we don't have to have that conversation later. Let's just do it now, get it out of the way. When Kim leaves, Merrill goes and plays short or whatever, you're staying at second base. I don't know how long that conversation was this morning between Bogarts and Schilt, or maybe Preller was in there as well. But yeah, it feels like the Padres are trying to permanently move Bogarts here to second base. But I, what if Jackson Merrill ends up playing well in the outfield? And what if Marcy doesn't develop? And what if, for the other, Tercer Arnellis, what if he doesn't really turn into much and they're not confident in him at the big league level? And Graham Pauly ends up doing well in the infield. I know he's more like first base, third base. What if they have Pauly go play first or Nathan Martorella come up and he plays first? And then they move Cronoworth. I don't think they put him at short. But they don't want to have Bogarts go back to short. So, it, yeah, it seems like Merrill would go play short. But for this year, I'm I'm fine if they have Merrill go play the outfield because if he's ready offensively, you want the offense, right? So put him in the outfield for his offense. And that can that can it can't hurt him to go play the outfield, right? He knows how to play shortstop. He's done it his whole life. So you can increase his versatility, you can in, increase his value. Things can happen at the big where he might have to go play the outfield again. And he will already have that experience instead of having to learn it on the fly. So I'm fine with it. He's also a young player and he's not a vet. When you're a vet like Bogarts, there's more of a it's more of a talking point like, oh, would it happen? How is this gonna work? Because he's had a lot of success at the big league level at shortstop. Merrill hasn't played in the big leagues before. So I think it's a little more easier, especially when you're like Jackson Merrill, where you haven't been in the big leagues. You're trying to be the team guy. You're trying to do whatever it takes to get up to the big league level. So if it takes playing the outfield, then it takes playing the outfield. And then maybe at some point you'll, you'll be able to go back to shortstop when some other guys are off the roster. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. You move Bogarts to second. Yeah, it probably makes sense to keep him there. And I think that's what the Padres want to. I, I think that's what they want to do. They probably want to just extend Kim. And hopefully this thing with Merrill works out in the outfield. So you have Merrill, Tatis, and then someone else as your outfield. And then your infield locked up with Manny, Kim, Bogarts, and Cronoworth. And whether you like it or not, you know, you just make your bed and you hope that these guys love each other. They fight for each other. And they don't age super poorly, you know? Um, let's see here. Adrian says. Should have happened a month into the season last year. 
Well, they weren't going to do it mid-season. That wasn't going to happen. And first year with the Padres, signed a big contract. They weren't going to move him, I don't think, off of shortstop right out of the gate. And if they, again, if they weren't going to do it in spring training, they weren't going to do it in the middle of the season. Christopher says, now just extend Kim and you got best infield in the league term. I think would have something to say that um, I think of like the Astros with Jeremy Pena and Jose Altuve and Bregman. We'll see what his future looks like. What are some other infields that stick out? The Blue Jays, there's potential there, but it's not like it hasn't, they haven't fulfilled that potential. Yeah, there's the Dodgers with Mookie at second, Freddie at first, Gavin Lux at short. Who's at third? Max Muncy? That's it's pretty decent, especially offensively. Um trying to think of the Cubs infield defensively when you have Swanson and Horner up the middle, that's pretty solid. The Cardinals with Goldie and Arenado. But yeah, I mean it's yes, the Padres infield is pretty good. Yeah, especially especially defensively. I like it defensively. Nico also says extend Kim. Now, see, that's the thing. Like, how much would it cost? Is it 150? Is it a Dansby contract? Or is it like a hundred million dollars? I feel like it would be more, but maybe Ha Sun Kim doesn't care about that. And he's like, you know what? Whatever. Maybe. He takes the deferment contract, like Shohei. And when he retires, he goes and lives in Korea. Less taxes, right? I, I don't. I, I, I'm just assuming that. And it, maybe he's okay. Maybe the Padres pay him 150 mil, but it's actually whatever it would be. Lesser actual current present day value, right? Because of the deferments, maybe he does it that way. And that helps the Padres out. We'll see. I think that Otani contract really opened the eyes of, especially international players, with them saying, you know what, maybe I should do that. And then coming up, there's some big-name international guys that could come to the Padres as well. And you won't, you might want to make some room for those guys. And I think the Padres are kind of trying to do that now, especially getting under the luxury tax. C-Dub says, hey, Ben, hope you're doing great. I'm so glad Padres baseball is back. I'm very excited for this year, as am I. I'm very excited. Um, I know that the the hype is not as big for this year's team as last year's team, but there's still a lot of talent on this team, and there's still question marks, meaning there's still like the optimism that we can have that hey, maybe the Padres will land some, some decent names um, that will make us more confident about this team. And... I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm excited to see this Padres-Dodgers matchup and just the Padres in the NOS, the Padres against the rest of the National League, and the Padres just trying to bounce back after missing the playoffs last year and hopefully how motivated they're going to be and how much urgency they're going to show. And it's just Padres baseball. You know, I've lived with it my whole life. So, like, I, I didn't – well, I, I, I should say it this way. Regardless of what the team looked like, I was excited for every season because it's just baseball. Right, it's my favorite team. Well, but yeah, I'm, I'm regardless of if the team took a step back in terms of like star talent on the team, 
and a bunch of guys leaving or walking, Padres just allowing it to happen or Padres trading Soto and Grisham, let's say, right? Regardless of that, I'm still super excited because I, I still see the talent that is on this team and anything can happen. You know, it's baseball. They can still go win 84 games, make it in, beat the Dodgers and, you know, go make it to the World Series. And then who that knows what the heck happens. Um, Jose says, is Manny going to play third base? Yes. The answer to that is yes. Why not have Kim at third, Manny at first, Cronenworth at second, Bogarts at short? That is something that has been brought up for sure. Um, but if Manny is healthy, I think we got to remember Manny's one of the best third basemen in the league, arguably the best third baseman. When he is healthy, like 2022, best third baseman in baseball. Should have won the MVP, and that was not that long ago. Bogarts, he's played shortstop his whole career. Manny at first, like he could pick it, obviously. Cronenworth at second, more valuable there. He obviously, we know he can play really good defense at second base. Yeah, that, that can make some sense as well. But you're moving Manny to first when I still believe that he has a lot of defensive value at third base. And Kim, he's not a third baseman. He's a shortstop. He can play third. He can play these positions, all these infield positions, but he's a shortstop. He plays best at shortstop. He grew up at short, played for Team Korea, WBC shortstop, played in Korea shortstop. That's what he is. Manny, what he is, is a third baseman. And they believe in Bogarts' ability to play up the middle and translate there. Cronenworth already has a full season under his belt at first base. I know he got hurt, but he played pretty much all season at first base there when he was healthy. So I understand why the Padres did what they did as well. Um, Gary Sanchez, he is on the Milwaukee Brewers, right? With Austin Nola. Nola signed a minor league deal. They got a lot of catching depth, so they might be trading some guys. Yeah, Adrian, I did see that. Adrian says, if you keep it going, the video I was playing, he seems really arrogant saying stuff like he, if he wins a gold glove, they better hope he doesn't retire. I think he was just kind of kidding around with that because he was pretty much talking about how at, he, come, he came up at third, won a World Series with the Red Sox, rookie year. At short, won a World Series 2018, success there. And at second base, if he wins a gold glove, there's success there. And he, he was, I think he was joking, like, I, I might retire. Uh, you, hope I, you better hope I don't retire. Um, just because if he would do that, I think he's saying, like, I've accomplished a lot of things at multiple positions in Major League Baseball. Probably not a lot of baseball players can do that. And maybe he really doesn't want to play first base. Like, that's what we, it's pretty clear. He does not want to play first. So in years down the road, like five years down the road, we could be looking at Bogarts at second, Manny at first, or Bogarts DHing, Manny at first. We could be looking at that. But Manny is far away, in my opinion, from moving from third base. Like, I still definitely believe in Manny's ability to play third base. I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, let's let's just go put Manny at first and have him play the rest of his career at first. No. I, Manny's one of the best defensive third basemen in baseball. Should we trade for James Wood, bring him back for center field? Well, I don't think he's ready for the big leagues now. And 
No, the Nationals would not be doing that. They acquired James Wood to have him be like part of their... And that Nationals team, by the way, that's going to be pretty fun to watch. If the Padres have success, too. They've got what Brady House, I think is his name. Hassel, Wood, Gore, Abrams, Susanna. I mean, they, there's uh, Dylan Cruz, right? They drafted him from LSU. Man, they've got a lot of young talent. And that, that could be pretty special. We could be seeing another good run by the Nationals when those guys all come up. Diana says, I'm so glad spring training is here. Great job on your show, Ben. What are your thoughts on the activities for opening week? Thank you, Diana. Um, I think that you're referring to like when they get back from Korea, where there's Fan Fest, there's the Peter Seidler celebration, there's the exhibition games, there's the home opener, that weekend series against the Giants. I think it's going to be great. Obviously, you don't want the Peter Seidler celebration of life. You want him here with all of us, but it's going to be a special week. Hopefully, Padres win both games in Korea, or at least split, and I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I think Padres fans will feel fine then. And then there's going to be the celebrity softball game on that Sunday. Alex Morgan, Abby Dahlkemper, Drew Brees, Kelsey Plum, uh, Terry Walsh Jennings, Andre Reed, Dominic Cruz, Brennan Moreno. Those are just some of the names that are going to be participating. Um, so it's going to be fun. And then there's going to be the batting practice that fans are going to be able to watch as well. Q&As, all that. And then the exhibition games. And then there it is, opening day. And Bob Melvin coming into town as the San Francisco Giants manager. Maybe he's going to have Blake Snell starting on opening day. Who knows what the heck's going to happen there. So. Maybe he'll have Cody Bellinger. Maybe he'll have Matt Chapman in his lineup. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun, hopefully, fun, interesting week for sure. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's, of course, Chad. Of course I'm wearing my City Connect on a Friday. Chad says, today was the first day I got insanely excited about um about how close the baseball season is from being here. Yeah. It's, it feels, sitting here on February 16th, I'm not going to lie, it feels pretty far away still. But I'm excited. I'm happy that there's news coming down like almost every day. There's Mike Schilt press conferences. There's player press conferences and media scrums. And then when games start, there's going to be games to talk about. We're going to be overreacting to spring training games probably, but there's going to be stuff to talk about. And yeah, that's that's fun for sure. This offseason, man, it has been freaking slow. Especially when you're the Padres. And it's not like we were even in the rumors for, oh, Cody Bellinger, what's the latest there? Any Instagram story pictures in San Diego? Or same thing with Blake Snell? Like, no, because we know we're not in on that. So yeah, it's it's much more of a quicker offseason, I would say, when you're in on Xander Bogarts or Aaron. You're, you're flying in Aaron Judge, and you're meeting with Trey Turner. Um, but, you know, the Padres have already made their bed with some of the big contracts that they have. And look, like I said earlier, they've still got a talented team. Adrian says, Ben, thanks for being somewhat positive. Been hard to watch a lot of Padres content, but like your takes. 
I, I try not to think of them as like takes, like, oh, hot take. It's just how I feel about the team. Um, and I think it's okay to not have a hot take about everything. I think you could just say, no, I think it's a, it's a good move. And then you just move on. And you, you, I talk with other Padres fans like yourself about any questions that you guys have and just chatting it up. It's not, there, there's some times where I have like a, a scheduled topic I really want to hit on and I only want to hit on that. And I have a lot of strong opinions on something, but then there's some times where things happen and it's just, I'm reacting as a fan. And then I just go and talk with other Padres fans. I, I love talking with other Padres fans for sure. Um, all right, I'm going to go watch the San Diego State game. San Diego State and New Mexico, that's about to get underway if it, not as, if it hasn't gotten underway already. Huge game in the Mountain West, and I'll probably do a video afterwards with my reaction. Thank you, everyone, so much for the time. Bogarts to second, Kim to shortstop. I think it's an encouraging sign for this Padres team in 2024. Sacrifice, team first, togetherness. I like that. 